boys, I uh, learned something very, very, very interesting about myself, sort of, this week. Big time. Would you like to know what that is? Big time self-reflection and isolation. I can't wait. Yeah, it's important to keep learning. So, yeah, I'd love to hear. I went on this website called (laughs) mugshots.com. I typed in my name. And, oh, my God, guys. There's a Daniel Dudley in Fresno who has been wiling out all last decade. He is now in jail for, like, five years. But, I mean, from 2014, which is when I moved to Los Angeles, right? So when I moved to California, when I became Daniel Dudley from California, this guy started just, like, just getting arrested for drugs, getting arrested for uh, having weapons, just getting arrested for all these things until finally the judge was like, all right, you've been in jail too many, you've been in trouble too many times. We're just going to put you in there for a long time. So Daniel Dudley, California, if you did it, if I applied for a job and didn't get it, I am now thinking that that is the reason why. Because a really wow. lazy Google search, I'm right there. As a, as a, a hiring manager, I'm now very interested to use this for my next uh, job search. <laughs> but at the same time, bro, stay away from Fresno. Like, just, if, I mean, not that you could go anywhere. It's probably best that you found this out during quarantine because, like, you can't mistakenly be in the wrong place at the wrong time. But, like, n- mark it down. Note it. You're never going to Fresno. I'm Never ever going to fresno like that is just never happening for me but it was the most fascinating thing for me because i just wondered how other people have like if that's happened how many people that's happened to because my name is like very plain if you type in daniel dudley like i'll come up but then like a billion other daniel dudleys will come up but like i didn't know that other daniel dudleys were out here causing all this trouble (laughs) like now (laughs) now i need to like change i feel like now i need to like change my name to something else on i don't know job applications or whatever because now i'm nervous yeah well most broadcasters have like a like a stage name right so you just need to pick one for yourself Hmm. that could be a good topic for a future episode dan is steel city dan like that's what he puts on his resume oh yeah first name steel city last name dan that's legit. Look that up on well, mugshots. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up on mugshots. Yeah. Well, here's an but here's the interesting thing. I put both of your names in there, right? Oh, oh we're now we're about to put both of your names that. in there. Okay, so Dan, your name clear. Nothing comes up on mugshots. But common. if you Google, if you Google Dan Knopp, some really weird things come up that I'm not going to mention because I don't want to <laughs> throw some stuff out there. But it's whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you Google Dan Knopp arrested. That some stuff comes up. Yeah, some stuff comes up. I was really nervous when I saw it because I was like, ah, maybe this is Dan's like cousin or something. I'm not going to say this right now, so I'll let it go. D- D- but D- it a- might be something for you to look up. That's an after brunch conversation. <laughs> that is an after brunch conversation. Yeah. That's might want to bring that up. That's why and then Steel City Dan. That's why, yeah, incorporated. <laughs> and then Chris, when I typed in your name, nothing from Pennsylvania came up, but uh, a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different states. Well, he doesn't live there up. anyways. And yeah, so like you don't live there, so you're you're kind of you're safe. Yeah, with that. So, well, but I was hoping I would find something that like maybe you guys did that like I didn't know about. So that that does but. make me nervous. I go on a lot of road trips and do a lot of tailgating when I'm on the road. So who so knows what I, mean? what I, I could have done in another state, but. It probably yeah, wasn't. You guys had that. You guys had that crazy trip to Iowa. So like, I don't. You know, yeah. I didn't know what happened in that. Uh, in that time, I don't think we're allowed back. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, Didi, if you're like checking into a hotel in Fresno and they're like, "Oh, what's your name, sir?" And you're like, "Oh, just one minute." And they're just like talking in the back. They press the button just, underneath <laughs> the thing. Yeah. They're like, we, <laughs> they're like, "Hello, police. We got it. We finally we got, got him." <laughs> Well, anyways, guys, welcome to the Brunch Breakdown. Um, Dee Dee down out here in California. Dan is in uh, PA and Chris is in PA as well. We won't say West Virginia to start this episode. And today on the Brunch Breakdown, actually follow us on the Brunch Breakdown at Brunch Breakdown on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all of those things. And today on the show, we got a lot to uh, get off our chests, which should be very interesting. I don't know what everybody's got, but I just know that this has been an interesting week. So I feel like everyone's got something. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some weird name changes that people are doing a lot of course correcting to uh, try to help the black community, which I mean, I think that they are 
just stupid, but we'll talk about that soon. And also, uh, we'll talk about our states uh, closing up again and what's on our 4th of July playlist. We're going to make a perfect 4th of July playlist for all of you guys. So, But we start off the show with Get It Off Your Chest, Steel City, as it says on your shirt. Would you like to get us started? Get it off your chest, Dan. I'll get us started. I feel like a lot of this episode is going to be getting stuff off my chest, especially our like first <laughs> major topic. So I'm going to try to avoid that because there's going to be plenty of negativity to go around for everybody at the brunch table there. So trying to put a pot, my first positive spin on get off my chest. Welcome. Um, one thing that's very underappreciated is the weekend holiday. Uh, you mentioned we've got 4th of July coming up this week. It's happening on a Saturday. We missed the Friday one because of the leap year. But on the surface, usually I don't think I like weekend holidays. It's like, no, I want the day off for work and, you know, give me that extra extra day. But I'm getting the day off from work anyways on Friday. We still get the day off of work. You know, you don't just lose that holiday. So the added bonus of having the day off after a holiday is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Extremely underrated because most 4th of July is it's like, while I'm out all day, get into work the next day. I'm not about that life. We've got Christmas on a Friday this year. Uh, that means New Year's is, I think, in the same type of schedule. So that means we roll into weekends with these holidays and don't have to worry about the next day and not losing any time off of work. I'm all about it. It's unfortunately uh, a special year for a number of reasons, but this year we're getting uh, quite a few weekend holidays. I feel like they're underappreciated and I'm very much looking forward to them. So try to find the positives in life. Weekend holidays, go all out kids, have yourself a Saturday, sleep in and have yourself a brunch on Sunday. Dan, I, I love that you, I love the positivity. Okay. And 2020 is it's it's not getting a great rap so far this year, but you actually took the calendar of 2020 and made it a positive. And for that, I thank you. <laughs> I tried. It wasn't easy. It, it really wasn't easy. I did have to look at the calendar as a whole. And I'm like, now, wait a minute. We might have something Dan, here. Dan broke out like the big one on the wall. He's like, well, OK, let's yeah, take a look here. Come on. Something. <laughs> something's got to be good. Here. Show me here, something here, good. Here, the holidays. <laughs> Dude, I love this. Steel City optimistic. That's it. Okay. You know, I, I, I enjoy that. Steel City optimism. That's what you're selling today and get it off your chest, which I like because this because what you were saying was like what I was most excited about for this year. Because like, you know, like I have to travel like 3000 miles to come home for any holiday. And I was really excited about coming home for the 4th of July. Like I was super excited because I'm like, it's on the weekend. So that means like every everybody will be home. Mm-hmm. Like, even like all my friends from other places, they'll be home too. You know, it sucks. Rona kind of crushed that. But holidays on the weekend are good. Dan, thank you yeah, for that. I did that, do my best here for everybody. Those, the, the post fireworks traffic when you know you have to get up early for work the next day, that's like, if we did a not top 10 at some point, that would probably be on my not top 10. Oh, like when the 4th of July falls on a Wednesday, Mm. you know you got to go to work on Thursday because that's just like, you're you're not going to get Thursday and Friday off. You know what I mean? It's always cool when a holiday falls on a Thursday, but when it falls on a Wednesday, you just, you know, you're counting your... You're counting your drinks. It's like yeah. it gets to like three o'clock and you're like, oh, my God, yeah. I, I got so much to do. I got to go home. Like it's yeah, it's tough when that happens, man. I get it. I get it. But I love the optimism, Dan. Do what I can. Thank you so much. All right. Here's what I got to get off my chest, guys. Um, We got to stop expecting scientists and in this case, epidemiologists to do everything. We have to stop it. They can't do it all. They can't tell us exactly what's happening. They can't tell us what to do and expect to communicate it in the best way. Because I think that's our problem with coronavirus is that we have all these very smart people like Dr. Fauci telling us stuff every day, like whoever you have representing your state or your city in the health department, all of that. These people are so smart. They're very smart. They know we've all been very stupid about this or the majority of us have been very stupid about this, but they can't communicate that to us. We need a job in every city that is somebody who can turn this into like normal speak for people. Because if you, if we would have said from day one, 
if Dr. Fauci came out there, or actually Dr. Fauci goes out there, says all of his scientific stuff, blah, 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 says it all in this boring way. And then you have me. I come up there. I'm at the White House. I walk in and I say, if you guys don't wear your masks, we will not have football. If we say this in March, we're we're in a better position. Yeah. If you say this, we won't have the NBA. If you say we won't have the NHL, we have the, we then it's fine. But of course, they're not going to say any of that because they're too smart. We needed somebody, an independent party, a freelancer, just to come out and say exactly what that person said, but have it understood by every single person in the country. And I think that is our biggest problem right now as, you know, we'll be talking about reclosing and stuff again, but that is our biggest problem is we have, we can't expect these really, really smart people to be able to communicate and do everything for us. We got to find somebody else to be able to translate that to the people. That's what we need. That's brilliant. Yeah, I completely agree. And like the idea of science communicators is actually something that scientists are like beg they like beg for in the different fields because they know that like they know their shit but they don't know the best way to communicate it to a normal person like you just said like like with my business I try and take like sports science and science about physiology and like tell it to people in a way that makes sense. So you're not like a little hypertrophy, muscle spindles and all this, like all this shit that nobody knows what it is. You try and put it out there and like give it to people in a usable form so that people can do something with it. Like you just said, Didi. And uh, yeah, like I saw a quote from Fauci today and he's like, bars are not good. And I'm just like, dude, like give me something more than that. Like (laughs) I know what you're trying to say, but like, Say it in a way that people can understand. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'm I'm 100 with you. Yeah, I can think of two people that immediately came to mind. I mean, Didi, I think you would be fantastic at the job. You're you're right. The, the science people aren't going to school to communicate and do presentations and have meetings and talk to people. That's not what they're going to school for. Uh, I think Bill Nye, the science guy, would do a fantastic job. If you've seen any of the new Bill Nye show uh, that he has, where it's a little bit more adult friendly, I suppose, but he could skew a little bit to science. He does kind of walk that fine line a little bit, but I think he communicates it very well. But the obvious choice, the people's choice, the people's champ, in fact, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Uh. if he came out there on the podium, he's giving it to you straight. And guess what? You're eating it up and you're loving it and you're buying it and you're doing exactly what he says. I mean, that's the guy. That's, I think this is a perfect role. I completely agree. We're six months too late on this, but I, you know, do it now. Get it going now. This is this is exactly what we need. But yeah, it just hit me recently. It was just as I'm watching these people talk and I'm like, why? And, you know, you just keep thinking, why are we doing this again? Why is no one getting it? And I'm like, oh, it's just because we we don't listen to the dorks in the classroom. Mm-hmm. We don't listen to the nerds in the back of the classroom. We just don't or the front of the classroom. We don't listen to them. We do not. And that's what's happening right now for the majority of them. That's what's happened with coronavirus. And it's just... I I've, I've figured it out, and I think I thought it would be me that did it, but no. Everybody listens to The Rock, so that's The Rock's job. Dwayne, we know you're a listener of the Brunch Breakdown. This is your job. We need your help. We need you to communicate science to America. <laughs> Chris, get it off your chest. Go. Well, Didi uh, is segueing into my rant very well. And if Dwayne, if you're listening, maybe this is some of what you could share with people uh, when you take over the role of the people's science communicator. Um, mm. For the love of God, if you want any entertainment at all for the rest of 2020, put the stupid piece of fabric over your nose and your mouth when you go out into public. It is not hard. It is not political. It's legitimately the easiest thing that you can do to protect yourself and protect others from getting the Rona and ruining the rest of 2020. It's easier. Like putting a mask on your face is actually Way easier than trying to stay six feet away from other people. Like if you're out somewhere, do you know how hard that is to do? I We go for walks in our neighborhood and there's like at times one person walking towards us and that weird, awkward body language kind of dance that you do to figure out who goes where is way more difficult than putting 
a piece of fabric over your face. It's easier than staying inside all day, every day, which is what we're obviously going to have to do if people can't figure out that you just got to put a piece of fabric on your face. This whole thing has become so politicized. Uh, I, I can't believe that it's it's this, this big of a debate. Um, like I don't align with a political party. We've, I've talked about it on this podcast before. I think political parties are the stupidest things that have ever been invented. They make no sense. They're concepts. They're not real. Um, I don't subscribe to any of the conspiracy theories that are out there about like somehow your mask is a plot to crash the economy and stupid shit. Like, like I don't understand what you guys are talking about at all. All I do know is I love the sport of football. Okay. I know that we need football this fall. I do know that tailgating is my favorite thing to do in the entire world. And I know that if everybody would wear a mask, sack up when you go outside, put a mask on your face, we could probably have football this fall. Um, it's, it's, it's really easy. Like that, that's it. So Dwayne, the rock Johnson, please spread the good word. Um, I feel like virtually everybody in this country has a vested interest in football in some way. Either you love the sport, you're married to someone that loves the sport and you want to get them out of the house for a while. You like going out to places and you just happen to do that when there's football on TV, like whatever your interest is in it, wear the damn mask because I can't continue. Like I'm going to run out of shit to watch on Netflix and Disney plus, and, and that's going to happen by fall for sure. So just wear a mask, please. <sighs> Bravo. Yeah. That's the message we all needed. That's that's well said. I feel your pent up frustration there, Chris. I completely agree with everything you said. And it's not like like we're the only ones not figuring this out. Other countries are clear have clearly figured this out. We're the ones looking stupid <laughs> going backwards. And they're all like, what's going on over there? Can they really not handle this? So it's a it's not a good look. It's a frustrating time. Mask up, mask, sack up, mask up. There you go. <laughs> Dude, it's, I just don't even understand. Like you said, cause you said, you said like sack up and I'm like, man, like, why is this something that is like all of a sudden it's not manly to wear a mask? I'm like, okay. So like getting so sick that like you make your grandma sick, that you make your parents sick, that like you make everybody in your life sick. It, it, plus you get to be very sick too. I, I just don't. I don't understand why that has become this like manly issue or this like big freedom issue. I'm like, I, I don't want to get sick guys. Like it's, it's that simple for me. So yeah, I don't like wearing a mask. Nobody likes wearing a mask. I don't think any of us have been like, you know what? Wearing a mask is pretty great. I think we should just do this all the time. Even when they tell us not to, I think I'm going to wear one. No, no one's doing that. It's just, uh, I hate that it's turned into this dumb thing. Chris, you're so right. It's turned into this political thing. It's turned into this. It's stupid. I, t- I hate it. I tweet every morning just to wear a mask so that we can have a football season. And like every other day I get somebody in my mentions telling me about how the mask is just like a sign that um, the Democrats are trying to win a power struggle and get there. And then when they win the election, it's, they're going to be, then you're going to hear that the virus is gone and we're allowed to play sports again and all this shit. I'm like, I can't wrap my mind around the, the level, the, how deeply you need to dive and peeling back the onion and getting into the levels of it to thinking that that's like, I dude, just like put a mask on. It took you longer to put that tweet out there than to just put the, the mask on your face. I don't know. Yep. I need football guys. No. I need football so bad. It's like, I need it so bad. Oh. Dude, I hear you. I've been good up until like just thinking about, cause I just, there was nothing about this that made me think this was going to go past August. I thought we'd be I thought summer was going to be canceled, but I didn't think I thought we'd all have this handled, but then we handled this poorly to the point where like other countries are saying, Yeah, we might ban travel from America. We don't want Americans over here. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know how to act. We don't we don't want you over here. Like <laughs> we can't go to Canada. Like I know like uh, uh the UK is like, Yeah, I don't know, we don't want you guys over here. So it'll I don't know. Dude, you know what it's, it's messed up is that mess, like man. Sucks. I'm not even sure if like the NHL and the NBA are going to come back now because it's getting so bad. <sighs> but like the uh, uh, when you look at like where they're going to go play now, like we might have to send our leagues to Canada to finish their seasons. Like think yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane. I don't think anything. I don't think it's going to happen. 
I don't think the NBA thing is going to happen. I don't think the NHL thing is going to happen. Every day, they just keeps coming. And I know you love college football. I don't think that's going to happen. I think if we get football, it's going to be pro football. Because mm-hmm. yeah. now the college football thing is in court. Like with the um, with the, I didn't know they were making players sign waivers so they don't they can't sue if they get coronavirus. And I'm like, that's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. people are doing that. Yeah, it is. It's it's getting out of hand, and and now we've got states shutting back down if you're traveling to florida in texas like what what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing oh i want to go on vacation i've been cooped up for too long yeah thanks a lot jackass now everything's gonna be shut down by the time you get back home you have to stay inside for two weeks plus how many more months um, yeah. Can we can we talk to Dan from three episodes ago? Do you own a TV? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is this pent up frustration that I was talking about. That's why I was trying oh. to start positive because I'm just as frustrated about all this this mess that we're going in reverse. Like you think if any time is the time to say, all right, all right, fine. Maybe I'll put the political views aside, put the mask on to people that are thinking that now is that time because you know what we've been through. You know things, how things got shut down. You know how that we we've been through that once, that phase, and we're about to go there again unless you act like immediately. Yeah. And people still aren't. I'm still out seeing people doing the same stupid shit and not putting on. It it blows my mind. And then they'll be the ones complaining the most when we can't freaking go anywhere and we don't have sports and we're gonna be cooped up during the winter and it's gonna drive everybody crazy. <laughs> like I just, I, it it does. It blows. It, it blows my mind. Uh, that people really aren't taking it serious enough that we're going to like, they always warned us about a second wave. This isn't even freaking that. <laughs> we're not like out of the first wave yet completely. Uh, this was way too quick of a, of a turnaround. It's, it's, it is, it's insane. Well, into our next, this goes right into our next topic with everything closing back up again. So we're having like a grand reclosing <laughs> in the country right now. And I have to shout out my um my state of West Virginia for just, Always making the headlines. Did you see that they had to shut Myrtle Beach is basically shut down now because people who go on vacation, a bunch of people who went went on vacation from West Virginia had coronavirus, came down there, spread the coronavirus, and now brought it back. So not only is West Virginia down, but they (laughs) West Virginia down when they came back. Now Myrtle Beach is down too, and so are a lot. I mean, this is happening in a lot of different places. But it was just like I, I couldn't relate to a story more because I get it. I know exactly what goes down. Once school is out in June, everybody goes to Myrtle Beach (laughs) or wherever beach you go to. But mostly it's Myrtle Beach for a lot of people. And then they they took the Rona with them and gave it to everybody in Myrtle Beach. Dude, and and the people that go there from West Virginia. Like, you know, they're there because they just take their tailgate shit from the football games and put it on the beach. It's like all <laughs> West Virginia tents. So like, oh, how'd the Rona get here? Well, look at the beach. Yeah. It's like the it's like the lot outside of Mountaineer Field right now. Like, the, the, I didn't hear that, but that is, wow, predictable, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. That is like one of, I mean, I know that's not all of the reason why they shut down Myrtle Beach, but that was a lot of the reason. <laughs> and it was linked to uh it was linked back to west virginia it's coming down for it but uh but guys what is happening uh in your neck of the woods with the grand reclosing is everything they shut down bars what's what's going on with you guys they did they actually by the time we're recording this alcohol sales and bars have been shut down for about 96 minutes um unfortunately (laughs) all right They made the the announcement uh this past sunday that uh starting tuesday five o'clock uh, bars shut down completely and no alcohol consumption on any pre- premises, whether you're at a restaurant, uh, wherever back to the to go cocktails, really, really exciting. Um, and even more stricter enforcement, like they're keeping restaurants open, but usually it, the, the old way was if you're sitting down, you can have your mask off. If you're walking anywhere, you got to have it on. Now you got to have it on the whole time, unless you're shoving food down your gullet. That's it. So it doesn't even make the experience of like, oh, we can at least go out to eat. Like, not exactly. That's You're not exactly getting anything from that. So definitely trending in reverse, setting new records uh, the wrong way. Luckily, for now, it's just that. I had this conversation with somebody earlier. Like, that's the smallest thing they could have done, right, to make any sort of impact. They didn't shut down gyms. 
uh, hair salons, anything retail, nothing has been shut down. Again, you can still eat at a out, go out to eat at a restaurant. So they made a minimal movement, but it's, it hopefully will have a big impact because they did a lot of tracing about like, where is this coming from? Where is it being spread? And they targeted two neighborhoods of bars and they're like here in here, just shut this shit down and we should be okay. So hopefully, hopefully all the degenerates can stay home, stay inside for a little while, uh, have some to go beer and alcohol. We can get this thing under control, be, con- control because we don't need to go any further backwards. We really don't. You, you know, it's bad when like they're evaluating the level of risk and they're like, what's worse, letting people eat inside a restaurant or giving them alcohol in the car to like, <laughs> So it's like eating in the restaurant or drinking and driving. What's going to have a lower rate of risk? And they're like, oh, we can't let them eat. We, they can't come in here. Like they had to pass, That's the standard. They had to pass a temporary law to allow that because like to-go cocktails that had like real alcohol in them were not allowed at all. And so like they're like passing all these laws to allow and encourage things like that just to try to get like that's you're right, Chris. That's just, it's just crazy. It's just absolutely insane. Um, oh, that's right. Because you guys have, that's right. I, I mean, I, because Pennsylvania has the weird alcohol laws. Yeah. yeah. So wait, are, are beer, beer distributors closed or can you go to a beer distributor? Can you go to them? Yes. Thankfully. Okay. Yes. Uh, initially the, the initial closure back in March had like liquor stores that were closed and they eventually slowly uh-huh. reopened. And I believe those are still open. Um, they're just basically pointing out these businesses and there's, a lot of photographic evidence, unfortunately, of specific bars that the owners aren't enforcing it and the patrons are just not giving two shits. It, it looked like it could have been taken a year ago, the photo, with just people with no masks on, just all close together. So again, you know, and and everybody's like, oh, well, I wonder if this goes to the protest. Nope. They came out and said it. Absolutely not. That's not why. Um, so I'm hoping, again, this is as far as they're going to need to go. The shitty thing about this freaking virus is it takes so freaking long to get recognized, right? This whole two-week thing just sucks ass. You know, if it was a day or two, it'd be much easier to be able to make changes that adapt. But we won't know if the announcements that they made this week will take into effect for over two weeks. So that's the bad news. This could be get a lot worse over the next 10 to 14 days. And they're going to want to do something else, but they don't know if the alcohol ban is going to have an effect, you know, in that time frame. So that's a really frustrating about part about this too. Gosh, well, yeah, like Fourth of July coming up, they just closed the beaches. <laughs> they just closed the beaches in LA, uh. so everything is closed. Cal- basically, I don't know what the state the stuff is for the rest of the state, but I know a lot of those places. Any major part of California is basically closed. If you're in San Francisco, close down. If you're in Orange County, there's a big fight with the state in Orange County and masks and all of this stuff. Like if you've seen any of the huge mask rallies in California, they've all been in Orange County and they've been shutting down stuff there. I'm not sure if their beaches are closed, but they probably are too because I feel like the governor is just annoyed with everybody. He came on TV yesterday talking to us like he was like a disappointed parent and we just threw a party at the house and they came home and saw their house was wrecked. That's honestly what he sounded like on the news the other day. He was not talking like a governor. He was literally talking to us like, I'm just, if if you guys don't do this, I'm going to have to shut it down. And like, I, I, I understand why. And we have to do this 4th of July. The beaches are closed. Everything is going to be closed. Bars are now closed again because the same thing that, you know, you guys were saying is it's like you could have taken these pictures two years ago or whatever. And I was hoping in the back of my head, I'm like, all right, that's not what that bar looked like yesterday. This is like a meme that kind of caught right. on and this is this is fake or whatever. No, 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 no. No, no. You go on the then the news comes on and they're like, this is live at Manhattan Beach or this is live in my neighborhood. Like whenever the bars reopened, I went out to get like to go to pick up pizza and I came home and I was like, Siobhan, it literally looks like nothing happened. I was like Ventura Boulevard where all these bars are. It literally just looks like a normal Friday night. Everybody's out. There's no distancing. Everybody's at the tables like this is bad. This is really bad. And I was hoping I was wrong because I was like a couple weeks ago and then. Now we're back inside again. And I just can't. I just can't believe we're doing this again. I know I said this earlier. I just can't believe we're doing this, this again. Too. But we have to. I can't believe it. For the record, 
you're listening to three dudes talking to each other that absolutely love going to bars. So we would oh, yeah. yes. we would go, okay? <sighs> and we want to, but like just chill. Like ha- chill for a little bit. Um man, it's a uh, Yeah, it's interesting that like I've read some and seen some headlines that like and I guess Didi kind of re- uh, referred to it earlier that like they're nailing it down to like individual places, a, like individual establishments, not like even a neighborhood, but like at this bar, 17 people caught coronavirus uh, because nobody was wearing masks or anything like that. Um, but it's like the nature of, you know, it makes sense to just shut that stuff down for a little while because it's the nature of it. Like when I go around here to, if I'm going to Lowe's or if I'm going to the grocery store or whatever, like every, uh, almost, like 99% of people at those places have masks on and they're totally abiding by it. So I don't know if that's just specific to here. I'm sure it's different everywhere. Um, but like if you go to a bar or a restaurant in this area, it's completely different. So it's obvious that like the nature of certain places just aren't safe at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and I've witnessed that. Oh yeah. Dan, you, know, you Chris, speak, ever since things, speak on everything. It. Yeah. 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 Things have been, you know, opening up and, I've made, you know, we've made very strategic decisions on where we're going to go, when we're going to go, uh, that type of thing to make sure anywhere we go, uh, you know, mostly we're not going out to like bars We're you know, breweries is where we kind of is, uh, our niche and, um, you know, kind of checking the place out. Is it somewhere we can sit outside? And that's what we've been doing 99% of the time. I think one time we sat inside, but the tables were like, it was less than 50% of the tables inside the establishment. Um, so we felt okay in there. Um, and you know, they've got signs up everywhere. Hey, if you're walking to the bathroom, you're going to have a mask on. And then you see somebody walk by and they don't, and you're like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, how stupid are you? You have to like walk by the sign to get there. Uh, one place in particular that I went to had like the, the manager was like a bouncer, like mask bouncer. And there was even like, uh, two little kids like running around just their table. They couldn't have been older than, you know, three and four, maybe running around the table and dude came over. He's like, Nope, we got to stop this right now. You know, the fact that they were even just running around their table, they didn't have masks on. Uh, anytime anybody got up, he stopped them right away, going to the bathroom, whatever. So it was like, as crazy as that is, it like was at least comfortable to be like, all right, we're, we're cool here. They're taking this seriously. Um, but other places it just, you know, blew my mind. And then we're like, all right, well, we're not going to come back here anymore. Like, okay, we just got to, stay outside this whole time because some people don't care. Um, but it, it's wild just to see the variation in just a couple of places that I've been to over the last couple of weeks, how serious people are taking it and other people just don't at all. Oh, dude. High, oh, high risk, old ass alert, by the way. Um, I went to the, I went to get bagels on Saturday or Sunday morning. And this dude like just walks in, has a, he has like a bandana on, and then just at some point he was in, he just takes it off. We're all in there waiting. We're all like six feet. There's a little six feet stamps on the on the floor when you're like waiting in mm-hmm. line for whatever. He just decides I'm just gonna take mine off, and then he coughs, and then it was everyone just looks at him like we're all just like what the, what is this dude? He was probably like seventy years old. I have no idea why this man decided to do this, but it was just like you do you have a tv (laughs) i would have done everything and i wanted to so bad to scream at this man do you have a television that's how i felt steel city merch right Right there there. do you have a tv you You know we need to have that on the mask you just throw it at them just like do you have a tv right on the mask we'll get those done we had a t-shirt cannon to freaking hit him with it in the face it's ridiculous. It's crazy. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, and I'm noticing why it's like 30 year olds and like maybe like it's like from age 30 to 45 are the only people that are taking this seriously. Because they're and I know there are obviously parents. people outside of those age ranges that are, yeah. but like <laughs> the majority of people that take this seriously consistently are, and we're in that age range, are, is, why is this all on our generation? Why can't even the, the young people? That's what that's what the problem has been in Pittsburgh. They're like young people, you dumbasses that have been out to these bars. This is your fault. Dude. And now the, and then high risk old ass, which I pointed out a couple weeks ago, it's his fault too. So why is this? 
why is such a small percent of the population, you know, we're just trying to get through life here. And it's like all on us for the only ones taking it seriously. Dude, I, I saw this tweet from a this girl who's a college student in Pittsburgh. And she was like, it, it was a tweet. And then with a like a notes field that she type stuff in and she was like oh my god i tested positive for coronavirus please if you've been to any of these places know that i was there and it was like it was like tuesday garage door bar wednesday like pcap thursday garage it was like every night of the week <laughs> and i was like not only are you outing yourself about testing positive for covid but like you're telling everyone that you're an alcoholic look at this, this is ridiculous yeah, <laughs> And then, so everybody's like, okay, so if I've been to a bar, you're saying that I probably have it because you were everywhere. But yeah, young people, man, those college kids trying to drink, drink at home by yourself. It's tough when you say things are open and then it's like, you can't, a lot of the bars, in the, I think about the bars like in the South side, you mentioned a bunch of bars in Oakland. It's like, when people get in there, how do you take control of that? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. But then that's also up to the owners, too, to make sure you like to cap the, you know, the amount of people in the in the place Mm -hmm. because you just can't have as many people there bumping up against each other. Because that's another part about this is like when you go to a bar, you know how many drunk people just touch you? Yeah. Just like on, you know what I mean? Let's just like just bump into you or you trying to get to like, think about getting to the bar, like to get a drink. And you're like sliding through people to try to like get to the bar. Like. That's just that inadvertent touching and you're constantly touching each other the more you drink, especially in these bars that like aren't like what breweries Dan's are talking about. Dan's talking about like the just the bars. Yeah. yeah. Like you're so close in some of these places. So I thought about recently how many times I've been to a bar and somebody's been talking like this close to me and like they like. You know, like when you're at a bar and you're talking to a friend who's really drunk and they're like spitting on your face when they're talking. Like I've thought about how many times that's happened to me in the past, you know, going to bars and like, (laughs) yeah, it's your fault and it's your (laughs) fault. (laughs) But like, that's, that's what happens at bars, man. People get drunk and they, you're not thinking about shit like that. No. And, uh, but yeah, millennials, Uh, it's all on us. It's all on us. Killing us. But shouts to the protesters, though, because if you notice at the protest, everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's good. But it's everywhere else. That's exactly. so that is so. the one thing that gives me hope, Didi, for football season is that lots of people have been together wearing masks at protests outside. And we're not seeing it come from that, which gives me hope that like they can seat us apart from each other, make us wear masks at football games and they can play football this fall. That's my hope. But I am losing confidence by the day. <laughs> well, I just I just think of the clientele of uh, college football fans. And I think of all the older people that you see out here saying they don't want to wear one. And I'm like, those are your season ticket holders. Got to wear one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No choice. Like Can't your come season in. ticket holders are people who have been Pitt fans, WVU fans, Alabama fans, wherever it is college football is where you are. They are people who have been rooting for this team since 1975. And they're the ones that don't want to wear masks and think that masks are stupid and think that, you know, they're like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Who cares? That's the, that's the problem. But if they do say, but now if, like athletic directors say, millennials, you guys are the only people who are allowed to go to college football games. Cool. That's cool. They they might have to do that. Yeah. That's what you should honestly, like, Chris, you work at Pitt. You need to get in somebody's ear and say, listen, just make an announcement and say you have to be between you have to be born between 1980 and 1995. And you can go. You can go to a game. Here's my thought. <laughs> Me and only my friends can go. Okay. I'll pitch that. That works. Pitch that. Start there. And then I'll just say thoughts and see what they say. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts? Oh, God. All right. Well, there's another thing going on outside of our reclosing of the country. Uh, a lot of names are changing on things. And Chris, I'm going to let you ride on this one. Go for it. So, yeah. I mean, this came to me this week because obviously a lot of things have been changing in society. Um, 
we there are monuments being torn down all over the place. Names of buildings are being changed, and a lot of them. They, I mean, like I, I don't really have a problem with most of the stuff I see. Like it, it all seems to make sense, and there are times in history where change is made, and it kind of snowballs in the direction that it should. Um, but like <laughs> this week. Oregon and Oregon State, who have been playing against each other forever, um, long before I ever became a fan. I've only been an Oregon State fan for, I don't know, like seven or eight years now. Um, Their rivalry is called the Civil War, and they are changing it. And I I don't get it. (laughs) Like the Civil War, I always thought the Civil War was like, they called it the Civil War because... Beaver fans and duck fans all live next door to each other and all the different communities of Oregon and like they coexist, but they hate each other because I hate your school. I hate your school. It's a civil war. Um, I never at any point ever associated it with the actual civil war and like fighting to keep slavery or I don't know that anybody ever did, but now it's gone. And I'm just like, okay, I like, I guess I support it maybe, but I, I don't know. That one kind of caught me off guard. And then Dee Dee pointed out that there's some other stuff, other names of things are changing that maybe don't make sense. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm getting a little confused. It's not like the loser of that football game has to fly the Confederate flag in their stadium for the year. (laughs) You know, like, oh, we lost. We got to, you know, put that thing up. It's like, probably (laughs) really not that serious to go to that extreme. Um, because like there yeah, have been civil like, wars in countries across the globe. It's 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 infighting yeah. within a society is what it is what civil war is. So it's not always about slavery. People are doing too much. That's really the, the whole thing with this. People are doing way too much. When it comes to the statues and any Confederate monument and all that stuff, like people knocking all that shit down, cool, like whatever. But Changing these names of things like now in Texas, the Realtor Association said that they're taking out master bedroom. And I'm like, you're missing guys, the point. You're missing the point. You're missing everybody. Everything. It's like people people were protesting in the streets because they wanted to fund the police and they want equality and things like that. And then you're like, OK, we got you. The master bedroom is gone. Yeah. It is now just a large bedroom. And everybody's like, like victory. You- we got it. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Is that the change like, we were I, looking for? <laughs> it's like, that's what you think is, that's what you thought? Like, nobody cares about that. But like, I saw someone tweet the other day. They were like, yeah, master bedroom isn't the problem. How about you guys show all the, like the, the houses in certain neighborhoods to all people of all, co- to people of all colors. How about you do that? Yeah, Realtor yeah. association. Instead of doing, you know, instead of saying, we're just going to take out master bedroom, you know, and changing the names of just all these things. It just doesn't make any sense to me, but the civil war thing, that was funny. Like you brought that to my attention and I just like had to just laugh at that. I thought it was like a, like an onion working. article or something. <laughs> I thought it was a joke because like so many things have changed and like somebody put out a satirical yeah. article about, well, now they're changing the civil war, but like, no, it's real. And like Dennis Dixon is a former Oregon player. He like, I guess has been advocating for it for years because of the ties to the civil war and slavery. But like, I just, like I said, I, I never knew there were any ties. There aren't any, t- at least I don't think there's ties. Maybe there were, I don't know. So no, there's another one going on that is a mix of a – it could seem like it's a joke, but it's also kind of on the serious front. Now, everybody really knows the, his, the history of Christopher Columbus, and a lot of his statues are being torn down. Now, there's at least one major city in this country in our neighboring state in Pennsylvania, Columbus, Ohio, named after Christopher Columbus. There is a petition going around with a lot of signatures – to rename Columbus, Ohio, Ohio to Flavortown, Ohio, named after who? Yes, Chris, your boy, Guy Fieri, born in Columbus, Ohio. That's a real thing that's happening. I, I, Let's I, go. <laughs> Let's here go. For it. That's change here I'm for here it. for. Let's go. All for it. Flavortown, Ohio. That is what I'm calling it for now. I am no longer calling it Columbus, Ohio. Like, it is now Flavortown. Shouts to Guy Fieri. I'm just hearing, like, um, Brent Musburger saying, like, you're looking live at the horseshoe in Flavortown. (laughs)
Oh my god, did the Blue Jackets now have to change their name? Are they now the Flavor Town? I, I don't know, crazy hair people. Yeah. I don't know where are they? Are they like are they the Flavor Town like Nuggets? Are they the Flavor Town Burgers? Like what are they now? Like oh. it's Guy Fieri on the center of their shirts. <laughs> That's There's just tremendous. endless endless puns with everything. It's like oh, he really served that one up to Flavor Town, didn't he? Like that could just go on for a long time. <laughs> All right, now I want to put pressure on. I, I want the same people who fought in uh, who fought in Oregon to get civil war changed to fight to make to even if they don't officially change like they don't change the name of Columbus to Flavortown. I just want every network to change the, the, them saying Columbus. I don't want them ever to say Columbus again. I want everybody to say we're live from Flavortown, Ohio. That's what I want. Flavortown, Ohio. That's what I want. <laughs> FLV. Is- it's like, yeah, we're playing Flavor Town this week. I really and he did, like that's his like only tie really to Columbus. He he went to. Who are you to guys playing this week? FLV. Uh, Flavor Town. <laughs> he grew up and he was born in Columbus. But he went to school at UNLV. He's been a California resident for most and most of his life, but. They really, uh, you know, I, I guess oh. you, you got to take pride in your uh, your son there. And uh, we got, they're, they're uh, going for Flavortown. A lot of signatures. I'm telling we you. Got, we got Bowling Green week one. We got Toledo week two. And then we're going on the road to Flavortown week three. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a road trip or what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got to end every road trip like it's episode of Triple D. I love it. <laughs> Oh man, Flavor Town! That is like the best thing. That's the best thing ever. I want that. And you know, in Columbus, they have like the uh, the replica like ships of Columbus. What do they replace those with? If it's now Flavor Town, no longer Columbus. Ooh. I don't know. They gotta they get his. Have, like, they gotta get Guy Fieri's cars. Oh, they gotta get his Camaro. Yes. They gotta cars. get like a you know yeah the the hair statue where it's just like you know it has like flames coming out of it or something there's a lot to be done there yeah just gonna be a bunch of flames out there (laughs) just flames coming from the water (laughs) just (laughs) flavor town i'm i'm here for all of that like that's the name change i didn't know i was gonna i didn't know i was gonna get that today and i am i'm very happy that that's the one we're rooting for it sign the petition yes Yes. yeah keep master master bedroom the same keep that the same Change flavor town. <laughs> All energy flavor town. Like, yeah. Whoever's marching on Columbus for flavor town, I am behind the movement. I am with you 100%. Oh, I'll show up. My I'll God. show up and we'll march. I'm ready yeah. for it. Let's go. <laughs> 2020 is one hell of a year, man. My God. This is great. Well, guys, let's get into uh, what's happening this weekend, 4th of July, which is weird because um, I, I don't want to say the 4th of July is canceled, but kind of is so um <laughs> but still you need music you need a playlist if you're going to be doing anything with uh less than 10 people seriously not joking anybody listening less than 10 people that's that's what you need to do less than 10 people you need a playlist so um let's get it going let's get a fourth of july what we're listening to brunch playlist and one thing i want to start this with is what's a song that you don't want to hear or an artist you do not want to hear on the playlist before we start giving you songs that we want to hear. I'm going to start because I got this because I was on the Peloton and I'm, I'm going and they're playing. Like it went from like Meek Mill's dreams and nightmares, which I'm like losing my mind, like going super hard. And then all of a sudden queen comes on. (laughs) And I understand that people like queen. I get it. But I am of the age of people who only know queen as the people who made jock jams. <laughs> so I can't think of Queen as anybody other than the people who were on jock jams. That's it for me with Queen. And I'm sorry. Like, I understand that they're great and whatever. And the movie was great to watch. All of that. But guys, all I think about when I hear Queen is jock jams. And I don't want to hear, like, anything by Queen. Because I think of, like, hearing Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch right after that. I don't want to hear that either. But that's what I don't want to hear on your 4th of July playlist. Anything by Queen. None of that. 
That's fair. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. Um, mine is pretty specific to the holiday. I don't ever, and really don't need to hear it any other day of the year, but in particular for 4th of July, firework from Katy Perry. Don't need it. Don't need it ever. Definitely don't need it then. It was overplayed when it was released. It was on every like montage for every sports thing and award show and all this crap like done with it, over it. I especially don't need it on a day where we're not going to get any fireworks anyways. So don't supplement it with that piece of garbage song. So that one I I don't need. That's off the playlist for sure. Chris, do you have one? I don't know that I have a, I don't know that I really have one. What Didi said made me kind of go to my do not playlist at my wedding, which was basically any line, any type of like, group dance so like cupid shuffle um electric slide uh macarena like anything like that i don't know why you'd have that on a fourth of july playlist but if you do now's the time to get rid of it because fourth of july is in a a few days um so that's kind of where my my mind went those are always on my like it shouldn't even be my wedding do not playlist that's just like my life just don't play it ever you don't play the macarena in your car it's a shockingly no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the, all the, <laughs> you don't have everything off on the Jeep. You're just like, you so know I can what? like doorless yeah, through transit. Do <laughs> now I need video of that. Oh, so I'm going to, going to ask Katie to help me out. And now I know one. what, <laughs> and now I know what songs are going to be put on my definite play wedding list just for Chris. Touche, <laughs> touche. <laughs> All right, so I'll get started. Uh, song that I am loving right now. I guess it's been out for a while, but uh, I am just getting to it. A uh, song called What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. I love this song. Um, you can kind of hear this song like everywhere. It's um, it's it's blown up. I'm not really sure why it's all of a sudden had its moment, but it's been out for like a year or so. But anyways, song's great. It is a perfect party song. And now there's a remix to it with a bunch of different artists that are big right now, like the baby and stuff. But Jack Harlow, What's Poppin'? That's first song on my playlist for sure. Great song. Really, really good song, especially for 4th of July. I love that pick, Didi. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep it new, too. I've got a kind of a mix of some new, some old. Uh, how you like that? How you like that? Blackpink. Ah, They're back. Blackpink. Love it. It's fantastic. The timing couldn't be any more perfect. That's a good one to be uh, bummed too loud on your 4th of July weekend. Again, that's only a couple of days old, but the girls, they're back, and they're coming out swinging. They, uh, they're fantastic. If you haven't discovered them yet, what the hell have you been doing? K-pop is the new sensation. Get used to it. But how you like that from Blackpink? Love it. Chris, do you know who Blackpink is? No. Okay. I need a reaction video of you watching Blackpink videos. Yes. That's what we need. Yes. And we need to put that up on the Brunch Breakdown feeds this week. We have to get a video of you watching do-do-do-do-do. Yes. That song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to get reaction videos of you watching Blackpink. Dead serious. I'm all for it. I mean, if those are the lyrics, right, Chris, I, I'm pretty it. sure I just gave you my reaction video. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, for mine, so my first suggestion is actually going to be. It's why you say that, Didi. This is going to be a challenge to Dan, and you actually, Dan may have already heard this song, but I'm going to go country here. And I really Ooh. think if Dan doesn't like this song, then he's there's just no hope for Dan with country music. Uh, hard to forget by Sam hunt is my recommendation. It's, it's just really, really good. And it, it can, it can almost convince you that it's not country, which is why I want to challenge Dan to listen to it. But that's, uh, that's number one on my playlist. Okay. I accept that challenge. Uh, you know, I definitely know Sam hunt and, uh, if it's, you know, walking that fine line of like, you know, not all country, not, you're not too much twang involved, then we'll give it a shot. All right. So you take that challenge and I'll take your challenge and, and okay. <laughs> we'll come back next week and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happened. <laughs> here's a, here's a fun Sam Hunt thing. And one of the things that I love about Sam Hunt, Sam Hunt works with pretty much all hip hop, like right songwriters. Really? Yes. That makes sense. It is one of the reasons why he's been able to, why he's been able to cross over so well and his music has such a sound that you're like this just feels like now even though it's still country but it's like 
this just feels like now. Yeah. Um, and it's because he works with a lot of hip hop writers and hip hop producers and they make country music together. And it's nice, pretty incredible. His, uh, the, his album Southside, which is what this is, this song is off of like half the songs sound like it's going to be a Drake song before he starts singing. Yep. So that oh, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. The Sam's great. I, I love Sam Hunt. So that's really good on the playlist right there. We got a good playlist going right now. All right. I'm going old school. Jagged edge. Where to party at. Yeah. Featuring Nelly. Hell yeah. That right there. It, every holiday playlist, because that can, that brings the, that brings your, you know, your older people out, your younger people out. Everybody knows that song. Everybody just, that song just makes you feel good. Even if you're too young and you, even if, you know, the little kids at your party, they will dance to where the party at. Might be the first time they ever heard it. So yeah, that's definitely on the playlist. Every party playlist, that should be on. That's a great, I love it. That's a great choice. Uh, I've got another one that's a, a little bit old, just a couple of years old now. Um, it came out in the summer. It's a summer jam. Perfect for 4th of July. No brainer. DJ Khaled, The Beebs, Chance and Quavo. I mean, that is just, it has those summer vibes. I remember when that song came out, how great it was. And I think it's, uh, you know, we're trying to find some positivity in, in what we have. And I think this playlist is is doing the job. It's going to give you some good uh, summer vibe feel. So no brainer. We all remember that one. DJ Khaled uh, and his crew. I love that. Like it. Yeah, I think 20 years from now, that song will still make me want to sit outside and have a drink. Like that That song's just so good. Oh. Yeah. Um, so my next one is if you want to make your 4th of July party feel like like a like well okay never mind. It Newfound Glory is what I'm putting on it. Like the Newfound Glory has a new album and it is very <laughs> I'm trying to find the way to it's like like the American Pie movie soundtracks from the early, early 2000s. This would fit right in there in like a party scene of an early 2000s movie. Um, the song Greatest of All Time. If for nothing else, it mentions uh, Jordan, Rodman, and Pippen in the chorus. So that's fun. Um, and Greatest of All Time, Goat. We talked about Goat last week. It's just all coming together. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, But lots of energy. It'll bring energy to the mood. Okay. Nice. All right, uh, got another one. Chloe and Hallie, they just put out their album, and they've got a few songs on here that I could have chose, but I am going to go with a song called R-O-Y-L. It's uh, Rest of Your Life is what they're saying in the song, and the song is just a jam. It's just it's just a vibe. Like, it's just, it is such a cool song, and they did a performance of it. There was some big uh, charity thing, like Global Citizen something that was this past weekend where a bunch of people performed. They performed it. That video is awesome, but the song is super great. So uh, check it out. Chloe and Hallie, Royal. That's some new music on the 4th July playlist. Solid. Very solid pick there. Um, I'm going to go with uh, one from a band. Chris, you know this band. Uh, the Mowgli's. Right? He knows the Mowgli's. Uh, their song Vacation off of their uh, EP from earlier this year, uh, Dizzy on a Tightrope which is one word for some reason. So there's the weird spelling connection to it, I guess that I use that usually have with my theme um, called vacation. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's they're very, um, I don't even know how I would describe it. It's very, uh, you know, jammy, I guess, type of a, a jam band type of song to it. Uh, it's something you would play on vacation. The chorus literally says, I need a vacation. And that doesn't speak any truer in any year than it does for anybody this year in particular. So uh, they're a very fun group. Um, and I, I, a lot of a lot of their songs are just really, really great. But Vacation is the perfect one for 4th of July from the Mowgli's. Chris? I like the Mowgli's. Yeah, they're good. I haven't listened to them in a while. Um, Katie would always say it's they sound like kids bop. Is that, is that mean, an accurate description? <laughs> There's a lot a of group insulting. vocals. It's a little, you know, but I don't know how to. Dan's put not them happy in the... about that one. <laughs> Dan's 
that's not happening. I'm not, I'm not happy with that at all. You can let her know. I don't like that. Because she likes them, doesn't she? She does like them, yeah. Kids bop. <laughs> They're um, they positive messages in all their songs. That's about as close as I'll give you to that. Yeah, well, it's appreciated. Dan, Dan bringing the positivity today. Try I love it. Um, I'm going to go back in time a little bit here uh, to an album and an album that is basically one of my go-tos for whenever I just want to chill outside and have a drink, which is all anybody can really do for this 4th of July, get out on the porch or the deck and have a beer. Um, Jay Sean's or big shot, Jay Sean, big Sean's album down. (laughs) Put that on there. Down. Down. Whoa. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No down. Yeah. That goes on the 4th of July playlist for sure. Chris, you are the, yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Jay Sean. You said it right the first time. Jay Sean. Yeah, that's it. That's all. <laughs> Great pick. Finally famous. Finally famous is what I love listening to. Um, so take anything off of that. And I'll pick a few songs for the Sounds of Brunch playlist. But uh, and maybe I'll throw Jay Sean in there too. No. Yeah, no, it's that's happened. going on it's there. On. No, that's already done. No, I wrote it down. Uh, Jay Sean. Wrong Sean. Yeah. How many times have you gotten the wrong Sean? <laughs> Dude, uh, Jay Sean's Down is, I feel like every white girl between the ages of like, I don't know, probably 25 and 35 know the words to Lil Wayne's rapping that song. Yeah, every word. And I'm down to challenge. I I, I feel like most, most know, 95%. I feel like they do. Because when that song would come on, it was like, that was their time to shine. It's like, you could be dancing with a girl. She would find her girls to go <laughs> rap that little Wayne song, that little Wayne part. Yep. Like, man, Chris. Yeah. But Finally Famous is great. Don't get me wrong, but Jay Sean. Nice. That's it. We, we stumbled on an accidental gem there. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, uh, my, all right, my last one um, is a song that we've talked about a couple times on this podcast. Um, Drake's Toosie Slide, man. That song is a great freaking song. And it's just a fun song. And, you know, the dance to it's really simple, says it in the words. And I feel like that could just get your party just, you know, in the right place, whatever you're doing for the 4th of July, whether it's just you and somebody else or, you know, you got your 10 people max at your house. Uh, 2C Slide by Drake. Got to put that on there. Yeah, that's finally, that's this is the time for that song to finally get its moment, right? Because of the timing it came out, it was like, uh, this is, you're right. Fourth of July is a good That's time. what I envisioned for the song. Yeah. I was like, well, all, it's going to be fine. We're going to be outside by the Fourth of July and this song is going to blow up. But, you know, we're not. Right. <laughs> so there we are. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Chance the Rapper. There was, a, there was, I could just say that. That's right. That's all I could really say. But yeah. uh, I'm going to get specific. I'm going to go a little bit more recent off the his album from last year, The Big Day, uh, All Day Long. It's the first track on the album with John Legend. Primo time, summer, tom, summer song. It just jams. It's perfect for your, whether you're just grilling, chilling out, or you're going ham with 10 people or less. Uh, poolside, whatever it may be. Uh, perfect song for that. Um, I just want to mention honorable mention, um, last one to know by Steve Aoki featuring Mike Shinoda and lights is a honorable mention for the playlist as well. Um, a little bit more of a, that's, that's, you know, sundown type of music there. That'll, that'll, that'll end the night well for you. Uh, but those two are going to wrap up my playlist. Like it. Nice. Um, I will wrap it up with a little more country. Um, and I'm going to go, you know, Man, you are the country music fan. Are you are you, you coming to this yourself? Yes. We we have to dive into this new Chris Gates country music fandom. We'll dive into this another time, Please. but go ahead. We sorry to interrupt you. Chris. I think that you guys think all I listen to is pop punk from 2003 to 2005. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> And it's just not accurate, you know. You you, you got to dig a little deeper and find out like, that, like Jay Sean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and also rap from two thousand eight to two thousand eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, anything Luke Combs. I like I as I put oh, this together, yeah. I was thinking about okay, I'm going to be sitting on a deck drinking a beer. What do I want to be listening to? And uh, Luke Combs is just really, really good. Uh, Beer Never Broke My Heart is a tremendous song. 
Um, and uh, that's probably the one I'll put on the playlist, but um, ignore like, Dan's. That's, that's a Mad Libs version of, you know, country songs. Like, oh, here is your 18 words you can pick from beer, heartbroken truck. And like, come on. Come on. I mean, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to give it a shot, but that's just And like... I'm not listening to Luke Combs to hear his takes on the issues. <laughs> I'm listening Even though... to him to... It's no Applebee's no bar. Way. It's no Applebee's bar, Chris. Did you guys listen to Spray Nerd? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I almost had them lead off the podcast, but they th- there's a just a giant F bomb at the very top. Yeah. I would have laughed if you would have put it there. Uh but like after we ended that episode, I was like, probably shouldn't use that one. <laughs> yeah, because I listened to it and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I was like, why do they have to say that right there? Yeah. yeah. Like, God, made me mad. But Luke Combs does give you the issues. He's got a song called Six Feet Apart that I laughed about at first. But as you get past the first minute, you're like, wait, this song's really freaking good. Everything he. And it's all about social distancing. That's what the song is about and how he misses touring and misses family and misses whatever. And you're just like, wow, this song's actually pretty good. But I was laughing about it at first. Then I was like, wait, yeah, this is this is good. If you if you put on his last album, like every song is a, a hit. I mean, every single one of them, you've heard it on the radio before and you didn't know it. And you probably thought that they were like 12 different country singers, but it's all the same dude. Like he's very, very good. And, and see, Dan is laughing, but I'm with you. I love Luke Holmes. When it rains, it pours is a song I'm going to put on the playlist. You know what? Damn it. I'm going to add one more because Dan's laughing so much about <laughs> Luke Combs. I'm going to add more. It's now Luke Combs's 4th of July playlist. Because <laughs> When It Rains and Fours is like one of the, is probably the best country song to come out since that song came out. Yeah. In my opinion, that song's incredible. And there's a, the best line ever in a song, in my opinion, is, and I don't have to see my ex future mother-in-law anymore. Yeah. It's such a great line. It's just it's hilarious. Line. It's, it's such a great line. I don't have to see my ex future mother in law anymore. It's a great line. But yeah, no, no hitting. Well, that wraps up. No hitting next on the Sounds of Brunch playlist, Dan. You gotta listen to all none. Oh, no one. skips. Okay, I'll I'll give it a shot. I'm no skips. all the way through. No skips. Wow. No cheat from codes. Blackpink, <laughs> from Blackpink. From Jay Sean Combs. Luke Combs. You can't get this anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. No, you can't. That is about incredible as it gets right there. Well, guys, I think that about wraps it up. I don't know how we did this in this time. We had a lot to talk about. We did. We did it. We did it. I am, I am proud of it's us. It's a filling brunch. That was, was good. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Well, guys, tell us where we can find the brunch breakdown and all that. Not me. I say we all the time. Like, we need to find it. No. They need to find in it. In case we get lost. Tell everybody where they can find the brunch breakdown. Yeah. yeah. They can find us on Apple Podcasts. They can find us on Google Podcasts. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify as well, uh, and and Stitcher. Don't can't forget about Stitcher. Uh, also, we introduced a couple of weeks ago the video podcast, the full episode available on YouTube. You can search for us. Uh, just search for the Brunch Breakdown on YouTube. Uh, DG mentioned it earlier. We're at Brunch Breakdown on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So if you didn't catch any of that, that's on all of those uh, social media sites. We'll be tweeting out the links for for all those. So you guys can find us wherever you listen or watch to your favorite podcast. And Chris is going to cut up the clips. We'll put those all over the place. Those are great. There's going to be a lot. From this they're doing really there. well too, by the way. Oh, they're doing really well. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And there's, you're going to have plenty to choose from here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to yes. take me all week to figure out what the heck we're going <laughs> to cut up, but it'll be fun. It's going to yes, be it good. Will. Yes. Love it. Well, guys, Thank you, guys. I'll see you at the table next week. This has been a Brunch Breakdown. Peace.